You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a Doggy Dog World is brought to you by Pet Care Rx. America's most affordable pet pharmacy. PetCare RX offers the same meds as top vets, but with a savings up to 50%. And if you find a lower price on a certified EPA and FDA-approved medication, PetCare RX will match that price. So go to PetCareRx.com. Use promo code DOGWORLD10, D-O-G-W-O-R-L-D, the number 10, and receive $10 off orders of $50 or more. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You're running around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of the TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert, and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today are my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. I do. <laughs> and today we're going to be talking about how to introduce an adult dog into your home where you already have a dog. We've talked in previous podcasts about bringing home a puppy. We've talked extensively about puppies. But we haven't talked about bringing home an adult dog, and that's a little different. So hold on, take a listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's a doggy dog world is brought to you by Petco.com. Petco is a leading specialty retailer of premium pet food supplies and services, offering more than 10,000 high-quality pet-related products. Enter the code DOGGY10, D-O-G-G-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. There's a movement afoot. Shoebuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code DOGGY, D-O-G-G-Y, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash world, W-O-R-L-D, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. 
Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. My pet experts will be coming to the party to answer your pet questions, and they'll also be sharing their favorite stories and messages with us, but I'll be asking them some tough questions. We'll get their opinions on the hot-button topics like the pit bull ban, pet food, vaccines, religion, politics, and animals, cat decline, and the latest news, whatever's turning the animal world on its head, we'll be talking about at the animal party. This party's got bite. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm Liz Palaika, and with me are my friends, Petra Burke and Kate Abbott. And today we're going to be talking about how to introduce a new adult dog into a household where there's already a dog. So maybe you've got an adult dog, five, six years old, and you just have the hankering for another one. <laughs> well, I don't, lately we've been getting uh, students, uh, maybe a death in the family, and sure. so they have inherited a dog. Sure. Yeah. Actually, we had that one just recently, a big brindle bull mastiff. Yeah. Huge bull mastiff. That that boy's got to be 150 pounds. And that becomes kind of a quick situation sometimes, but... (laughs) Sure. And other times you may... Maybe you saw in the newspaper or on the internet that face that you just couldn't resist. You have to go check out. Or your local uh, news channel oh the adoptable dogs (laughs) that's so unfair that's really (laughs) really so unfair but you know what i i love having multiple dogs to me three dogs three is my limit i know Petra, you've gone over that but (laughs) yeah we have a new addition so in podcasts to come we'll be talking about little benji or as known as ben our little pomeranian puppy so that makes 3.5 each of them. Yeah. Well, he's not even <laughs> nearly half. Oh, okay. 3.2. <laughs> he's only two tenths of a dog. Yeah, but Teddy's more than one, so. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're going to talk about introducing the dog. But first, I think there's some things we need mm. to do before we even think about introducing him. Research. Research. What kind of dog? Yeah. With the exception of having to take in an inherited dog or something mm-hmm. in an emergency, if you have the opportunity, choose wisely. Well, let's go back to that inheritance. Is that always the right thing for the dog for you? Yes, yeah. maybe it's grandma's dog or your parents' dog. But if that's not the right dog for you, is that emotional connection enough? Do you need to look at, do these dogs get along? Can you handle this dog? What is best for both dogs? And for the people. I mean, yes, we like to put put most of the emphasis on the dogs, but, for example, this, this big bull mastiff, he's an adult, adult male. He's very, very large. She's coming to class so that the two of them can bond and she can gain some control over him. But uh, not everybody can handle a dog that big. Even though he seems like a very, very nice boy, that's a huge dog. Not everybody wants to bond with a dog that big. And 
that draws. <laughs> that I was going to say has that much housekeeping. <laughs> yeah. Well, and many times if you're going to inherit a dog, hopefully if it's a situation that hadn't happened suddenly, that you already know what you might be getting into. If you've offered, do research on that breed. Sure. If it's not the breed you already have. Even if the dog doesn't live with you and you suspect it in the future, it might. Go ahead and take it to some obedience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that's a different point. <laughs> Well, we've had that happen. The daughters have taken their dogs through for sure. their parents. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And if that's the case, maybe your dog and the future inherited dog can already meet each other prior sure. to actually living together. Well, that's that's true. My dogs regularly go over to my mom's house. and Although her old dog, Cosmo, wants nothing to do with them. But he's old. But the puppy, Ginger, she knows my dogs very, very well. Mm-hmm. So hopefully my mom will be around for a number of years, knock on wood. (laughs) Otherwise, Liz is not ready yet (laughs) to inherit those dogs. I don't want Ginger yet, no. (laughs) And mom, if you're listening, I'm planning on you hanging around. (laughs) There you go. I'll take Ginger. (laughs) But yeah, choosing the dog wisely. I mean, the breed, obviously, the coat type. We've talked about choosing breeds in previous podcasts, and people can certainly go back and, and listen to those podcasts. Uh, size, trainability. Male or female. Male or female. Age and energy. Sure. Yeah. Is it the right amount of energy f- as a good match for your current dog? I'm working on a, an article for a magazine right now on the joys of adopting an old dog, and it takes a certain mindset to take a dog that's already older And I think they classify, for most breeds, anything over about 8 to 10 as an older dog. Obviously, for a giant breed dog, it's more like 7 to 8. But, boy, the people who work with the rescue groups for the older dogs, you know, the older dogs, these are dogs who are house-trained, know what people are all about, usually are pretty good with household rules, are not overly active, just want to snuggle, just want some loves. And boy, some of the stories these, these rescue people talk about, about gray-haired dogs giving up for adoption. Oh, it tears your heartstrings. Oh, yeah. So that's that's a thought, too. It Some doesn't hearts. always have to be a puppy or a young dog. No. I mean, granted, it might only be a few years with you, but you know what? That could be the few best years you sure. and that dog could ever have. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. Now, what else before you bring this dog home? What do we need to do at home before we bring a second dog home? Get your stuff all set up ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, many, well, well, many people, if they have one dog, they just have enough for one dog. Supplies. A second crate. Yeah. Crate training. That's our, we love, and we push crate training. Mm-hmm. Someplace safe to keep the new dog until they learn the rules. Doing your best to have the food the dog's already used to. At your new home. Even if it's horrible. <laughs> There's going to be enough changes going on in their lives. You don't want to deal with diarrhea at the same time. And if you are a working person and you're bringing in another dog, set up where you can keep them separate. Definitely. You know, don't figure after two, three days, oh, they're great, throw them together. <laughs> Something can happen when you're not there. So how can you keep them separate for a little bit while they're you know, unsupervised? Two sets of food bowls. Two leashes, 
another set of ID tags for the new dog. Complete new set of toys and chewies. Oh, definitely. (laughs) And that's a very good point. The dog at home may not be initially willing to share his old established toys. So some new toys could distract the old dog and, and let the new dog have something to chew on. Yeah, and then it's more like, hey, we got a new friend, we got new stuff, too. We sure. all get to share in, and uh, you will now share your old, beloved, raggedy toy with the new dog. And the new That's bed. Yeah, new bed. Definitely, new bed. Yep. And then, what happens if there's a cat, or a rabbit, or a ferret? We need to, before the new dog comes home, we need to make plans for these critters, too. Is there a baby gate across the hallway so the cat can escape from the new dog? Yep. Is the cat's food and litter box... Your old dog may be trustworthy around the food, cat food in the litter box. Um, Are those out of the way so the new dog can't get to it and so the cat doesn't feel threatened? Is the bird high enough? Is the bird high enough? Is the rabbit's cage secure? (laughs) Is the ferret's cage secure? We tend to be complacent, I think, with our older established dog he knows all these things he knows that the cat is not to be chased he knows the rabbit is is well loved and is not dinner <laughs> yeah exactly but this new dog may not know all these things so preparations have to be made there also and you know not just with those but also other family members <laughs> or the kids you're reading my mind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see great minds think alike um preparing them you know, and just because this other dog comes in, that dog doesn't get spoiled. It needs to be treated equally. Rules are rules. If your own dog has rules to abide by, so should the new one. I always start off right away. And that's a good talking point, too. We could talk to about that in a, in a couple minutes when we're talking about bringing the dog home. But all the attention should not go on the new dog. No. <laughs> the older dog still deserves his fair share and maybe even a little more in the beginning because he's going to be bent out of shape he may have a new play partner but when that play partner doesn't go home and stays in the house well kate you know what you do pet sitting for a friend and i know there's been a few times walter and gina have been isn't it time for them to go home now yeah it's getting bedtime now okay (laughs) bye-bye see you later (laughs) yeah yeah. We want our house back to ourselves. <laughs> it's happened enough times now with these two dogs. They're used to it, but still, um, yeah, there's always that little... Well, I was thinking of uh, somebody I went out last week to help them adjust. 14-year-old Cocker, relatively young cat, two adults in the house, and they get a 10-month-old large fuzzy mix. Oh, my. 10-month-old right in the middle of adolescence. <laughs> And he's sweet. Good. But he doesn't. He's, oh, kitty! And the kitty runs. Cool! It's an interactive toy. (laughs) Oh. 14-year-old Cocker who's, you know, toddling around and barely see where she's going. And he's going, oh, you want to play? Shoulder slam, paw on top of the head. And, you know, the Cocker's not mad, but she's kind of going, what's happening? Who? Where? Why? (laughs) Oh, poor poor old girl. (laughs) So just teaching this young young, rambunctious, friendly, happy boy that, you know, that these are not toys. They may squeak if you chew on them, but that's not the idea. Yeah. 
so you don't get to chew on him. And as simple as keeping a leash on him. Oh, Definitely. Making sure that everybody in the family is on board. There's mm-hmm. a little bit of, you brought this home, it's your problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was That's happy. why it's, have that meeting, everybody on the same page, before you get that little remark. I was very happy with the 14-year-old cocker <laughs> and the cat, and we had a nice life, and you brought it home, your problem, you deal with it. Now, you know, they are working it out. It's not totally but, against it. But it could. We've had occasions yeah. where it's not worked out nicely. Oh, sure. Yep, sure. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So prepare your house before you bring this dog home. Prepare your family. Make sure the existing pets have some safe refuges. Now, how do we introduce these two? First of all, don't bring the new one home and just turn him loose. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's talk about neutral territory. A lot of the humane societies and some of our local ones, they have an area set aside for you to bring your existing dog to the shelter and introduce them to the new dog or the potential new dog. I think a lot more places are requesting that if they know you have a dog at home. And that's Go out there, pick... Look, but before you're allowed to bring it home, see how they may get along. And Kate, you said that the one shelter, they ask you to take both dogs for a walk first. And then when they come back for a walk, then they go to this room. And that does a couple things. One, the dogs get to know each other while they're out and about. And two, it wears off some of the energy. And then when you come back to this meeting room, the dogs have a chance to go, <sighs> oh, okay, yeah, hi. Yeah, I've been seeing you around. How you doing? Did yeah. you enjoy that walk? Too? Yeah. Actually, that same shelter, too, by the way, does require all uh, adults in the family come in and sign off on the paper. Well, that's I did good. have one friend who said, I've signed less papers than I did when I bought my house. <laughs> or I've signed more papers here than I did when I had to. You know, it they're careful. They sure. Want the dogs coming back again. They want exactly. the dogs to go to a forever home and and not see them again. Yeah. They may love them, but they don't want to see them again. Right. So yeah, and, and I've heard from people that were turned down by this shelter and got a little upset. But you know what? Maybe the shelter had a point. They They're not rented dogs. No, no, definitely not. So we want to we want to introduce the dog in neutral territory. So if you're adopting from a shelter or rescue group that doesn't have a situation like this, what else can you do? No, at least meet outside of your house. And go How about a at a park, park, though? A park would be nice. Your dog may still claim the front yard. Yeah. But if you can, one of you go home, get the older dog, put him on a leash, meet you at a park with the new dog, and go for a walk there, maybe have a picnic lunch. And don't just ask the dogs to go up nose to nose and say hi to each other. Start walking. First. Right. Exactly. Right. <clears throat> I agree with that. Right. Meeting nose to nose, especially if there's tight leashes, can just set the dogs up for failure. Those tight leashes convey things to the dogs. <laughs> so that first memory is, oh, there's a dog I haven't met before. Look, we're doing something fun. Right. Going for a walk, relaxing in the park. And then they're not 100% focused on each other yeah. yeah they're like hey sniff 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 oh who are you interesting mm-hmm. yeah. sniff 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 look around oh you're still there so it's more of ease into the sure. introduction and like you said then let them check each other out a little bit and under right. supervision under nice neutral territory yeah yeah all right well that's the first half of our show so we've talked about choose the dog wisely 
even if it's inherited, but specifically <laughs> if you go out looking for a dog, choose the dog wisely. Make sure you get ready for the dog at home before you bring the dog home. And I know implied with that means let's not make an impulse decision. <laughs> let's not see the dog in a box outside the grocery store and bring it home. Let's make a good, informed thoughtful decision on adding a dog to your home. So get your home ready first. And then introduce the two dogs in neutral territory, either at the shelter, going for a walk, meeting at the local park, or whatever. But introduce the dogs in neutral territory. We're going to take a break now for our sponsors. When we come back, we'll talk about what happens when you bring that dog in the front door. <laughs> and let me give you a hint, don't turn him loose. <laughs> so we'll, we'll be back in just a minute. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. FTD's network of over 40,000 florists around the world have been creating beautiful handcrafted arrangements for 100 years. Each arrangement is delivered the same day and backed by FTD's seven-day satisfaction guarantee. For a century, people have trusted their most important occasions to the flower experts at FTD. Since Pet Life Radio is all about puppy dogs and flowers, our listeners, that's you, can get a 20% discount on your order. Just go to florop.com and use the code DOGGYDOG at checkout. F-L-E-U-R-O-P dot com. Code word D-O-G-G-Y-D-O-G. Where have you been? Oh, Grandma, I've been busy, you know. Racing, GoDaddy girl. Oh, I built my own online store with GoDaddy. Really? Let me see. Grandma'sauction.com. Hey, aren't those Grandpa's golf clubs? Grandma needs her bingo money. Use promo code DOGGY10, D-O-G-G-Y, the number 10, and get a .com domain name for just $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. If you ask the question, what do I want, what do I need, I'll take a back shot. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do. And get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. 
every week on demand. This is the place for a special paparazzi treat, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm Liz Polikin. With me are my good friends, Petra Burke and Kate Abbott. And today we're talking about introducing an adult dog, a newly adopted adult dog, to your dog at home or to your dog and your cat and your rabbit and your ferret and your bird. And in the first half of the show, we talked about choosing the dog wisely, getting your home ready for the dog before you bring him home, and then introducing him to your dog in neutral territory. Now, the dogs are introduced. You know, I was thinking one thing. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know. Uh-oh, Petra was thinking. I was thinking. <laughs> so, if you don't get a dog from inheritance, or you don't go to the shelter, but you find one in the paper, uh-huh. and how do you know if the dog's healthy? Good you know? point. And my thought, I was like, well, before you make the final decision of taking this dog home, take him to your take vet. Take him to a vet. Have him checked out. You know, people spend more time and effort picking out a used car. Right. A lot of times. Sure. Than they do on a family member mm-hmm. sure that may be with you for hopefully 14 16 years yeah. i mean we yeah. had and the only reason i bring this up is just recently through friends somebody had uh, decided to try out and taking in a pomeranian but she was smart that the first monday of the weekend that she was uh, she had the dog she took him for a vet check and turned out he had health problems. Yeah. And Some pretty severe ones. Severe ones. And it was going to be a little costly. So she had a choice to make. And luckily, the owner said, you're more than welcome. Don't spend money on the dog. Return him or her. Or she can keep it. It was her decision to make. She decided to keep the dog, knowing that she was going to go into it with a few hundred dollars of uh, vet bills. But uh, she doesn't regret the decision. Loves that little dog. Everything's working out great. But that was a decision that people need to be aware of. Sure. And she would not have known this if she did not go to the vet. Sure. Well, especially if the health problem is something contagious to your other dogs. Or if it's something painful to the dog. Yeah. And that they meet and maybe they start playing and your dog touches an area and it causes pain and the other dog's going to react. In sure. A negative way, obviously. Hey, that hurt. Or back off. Or your kids. <clears throat> exactly. Your kids give the dog a hug, maybe even trying to be gentle. But if the dog has a health problem and is painful, mm-hmm. again, that could cause a snap or a bite and mm-hmm. get the relationship off to a really bad beginning. Exactly. Sure. Good point. <laughs> Thank you. So in between choosing the dog wisely and getting ready for the dog at home, insert veterinary care. (laughs) A checkup. (laughs) All right. Back again to you bring the dog home. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just reminded of one. Oh, gosh. Uh Here's another one. Okay, this is really serious now. Petra and Kate are both thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't happen very often. People stay tuned. Um, the, the people that answered that in the Craigslist or in the oh, newspaper or whatever, yes. the people drop off the dog to see how it works. And, oh, Never I'll be back in a half an hour. <laughs> yes. We've we had, had three, yes. like to think of three offhand. That uh-huh. I, to. I would have thought that was a one in a million shot, but no. Uh-uh. 
This and if happening. we're hearing, if we've heard of three recently, you know, overall, it's happened to a lot of people. And because they're only going to drop them off for half an hour or the afternoon or whatever, you don't have the vaccine records if there are any. You don't know what food. You have no preparation. No. And no no back knowledge of the dog. Right. That's right. scary. Yep. Yep. And one of them <laughs> was scary. a large male Rottweiler. Yes. Who growled. <laughs> she, ended, she ended up keeping him and doing but doing a heck of a lot of work and training and she was an experienced owner sure good so. thinking Kate <laughs> okay good girl okay I'm done now so if some if you're looking at a dog's on dog on Craigslist meet them in a neutral place in a park and don't let the person drive away <laughs> yeah ask for their keys when they hand you the leash to the dog <laughs> <laughs> all right so you bringing both dogs home after their introduction. You walk in the front door and... Don't let go the leash or take it off. We want both dogs to be so nice and tired from their walk that they're ready to go in and lay down for a while. Relax. We don't want to turn the dog loose. We don't want, for one, we don't want house training accidents. We don't want leg lifting. We don't want him to chase the cat. We don't want him to immediately jump on the furniture, the kitchen counter, the dining room table. Mm-hmm. So having him on leash, even the leash in your pocket or around your waist and wandering around the house with you for a little while. You know, and I know we've done if somebody comes over and the dog's never been in my house, is keep them on leash and they can walk around with the dog. Just let them sniff and get, get familiar with the place. But yeah, it's like, don't let them off leash. And if it is a male, watch they don't lift their leg. Well, I'm sorry, but taking a dog to your house, even with the leash on, the cats torment them. Archer was so happy to leave your house. (laughs) Okay, I had to put the cats in the bathroom. I got bully cats. I got bully cats. We put Archer in the crate, and when we got back, Petra opened the crate. He was out of there like 190 miles an hour. The cats were sitting on the crate laughing, going, ha, 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 got that puppy. Yeah, they almost like blew on their little nails and ha. Got another one. He was out of the crate, out of the door, down to my van, going, open the door, open the door, open the door, open the door. Jumped in the van. That sigh, I could have heard that sigh 90 miles away. (gasps) Mom came back for me. Those mean cats. I know. So, yes, yes. uh, On leash, supervised. And have the crate set up. What's the old saying? Start off on the foot that you want to keep. Continue. Way you want to keep walking. Here, right. Continue on. So yeah, let them know from the very first moment they walk in. We do let have a lot of people that say, "Oh well, I want to let him get settled first, and then we'll start teaching household rules, or then we'll start teaching house training." But no, start him from the first moment he walks in. See, I always translating that. I want him to love me first. Oh, well, of course. Yes. That goes unsaid. (laughs) Then we'll teach him what the rules are. But, you know. We'll let him jump on the bed and couch for now. We'll teach him later not to. It's much. Once he's over the trauma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're always. Oh, okay. Kate, let's do your pity party lecture. Yeah. All right. Well, for those of you that don't know, I mean, uh, four, four, five, four years ago, five years ago, okay. five years ago. <laughs> yeah, also time impaired. Um, so I adopted a Roddy that had definitely been physically abused. She was half of her body weight. She had cigarette burns. She was afraid of a moth's shadow. She was a worried dog, especially any moth that flew above her head. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and anything else that moved what? above her head. Yep. 
and we've done a lot of work to get her to be more calm in the world, to be trusting in me and confident in herself. But I, it still irks me when people say, oh, you rescued her. You're you know such what? a good soul. I know. You know what? It was a lot of hard work. It was no just easy rescue. We worked hard. And I credit her with being a survivor. And I admire her for that. It's not like I saved her. Um, she saved herself, and then we helped each other along after that. And she got a new life, a new beginning. She got a new life, so there's nothing to feel sorry for. Yes, I feel bad about what happened. I couldn't do a darn thing about that. Nope. All I can do is give her a good life now and say, yeah, these are the new rules. Hold to them. You got a good life. Yep. And that's given her a lot more confidence. Dogs feel our emotion, and if we feel pity for them and we feel sorry for them, they're going to worry. And I think the new life should be that proverbial, turn the leaf. Turn the new leaf. What happened, happened. Don't give them the burden of carrying that on forever. Let's have a new life for the dog. Leave that stuff behind and start all over again. Empathy is one thing. Pity is something else. Pity is putting the burden on whatever you're pitying. Right. And she had enough to do with getting her health back and learning about a new life. She didn't need that extra pity weighing her down across her shoulders. Sure. So there. And <laughs> you oh, done? Get off the <laughs> We also hear from a lot of people who, who feel that their new dog has been abused. Huh. And yes, there are some rotten people in the world who abuse dogs. We knew that from Gina. Her, her healing cigarette burns were testament to that as well as her fear. And the fact that they bred her to have a litter of puppies on her first season. So there are some nasty people in the world. But some people also read worry about being in a new situation, shyness about being in a new situation, um, reserve and not yet bonding with the new people because they don't know where they are yet. All of those things are natural emotions a dog's going to have, but they don't all mean he's been abused. And I just thought of something. You and I were both both grew up military. Yes. Moving a lot. Yes. And everybody copes in a different way. But I got quiet. You know, you go to a new school. You don't. You'd never know that now. (laughs) (laughs) She learned coping mechanisms. (laughs) But you know, you walk into a new school. You don't walk in and go, "Hi, everybody. I'm here. I'm ready to take over." Right. Yeah. You hung low. Yeah. 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 Figured out what the rules are in the new place. Right. Who the cool kids were. Exactly. Who the nerds were. Then you go hung out with the nerds. No. Um. And (laughs) you found your way, and you. You took some time right. to observe. Right. So I'm thinking about that with a new dog in a house. Sure. They're going to go through that. On the other hand, if they get a lot of praise and rewards for looking shy, and then they're going to keep doing more of that. Sure. Anything that is self-rewarding will be repeated. <laughs> exactly. Kindred spirits training rule number one. <laughs> <laughs> So I see a lot of people inadvertently rewarding the wrong behavior, whether it's true fear or whether it's just they were afraid at one time and now they're just getting rewarded for acting afraid. Now let's talk about something else. Rewarding the wrong behavior. Say that five times real quick. If the dog is happy and rambunctious, let's be careful about rewarding that too. 
the other side of the coin. <laughs> we don't want the dog to think that bouncing off the back of the sofa and running circles around the dining room table is what you want. <laughs> and don't blow it off. It's, well, you know, he's just getting adjusted to the house. He's cute. He's a cute dog. Isn't he adorable? He's until so he, happy to be with us. <laughs> until he knocks over your antique chair or rips the cushion or something. Yeah. Collection of yadros. Yeah. <laughs> Scares the cat out of her fur. No. <laughs> yes. So be careful about rewarding the behaviors that you do not want to continue. So set them up to do the behaviors you want. You bring them in nice and tired and relaxed on the on leash, leash so you can help them. Understand what they're supposed to do right. Praise them up for the right behavior. And then start building new habits. Now, you've brought in the new dog, maybe on Saturday morning. You've spent the weekend together. Everybody seems pretty well introduced. What happens when you go to work Monday? Well, you just leave everybody in the house. Free. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to play together and enjoy their new friends. And maybe come home to a, uh, what is it, a torn up couch? <laughs> A disaster zone. <laughs> no, let's not leave them oh, <laughs> home yeah, alone okay. together. Wrong, Kate. Really? Oh, all right. Wrong answer. <laughs> I'm not Wrong. thinking anymore, obviously. <laughs> it takes quite a while for two adult dogs to get to know each other. And should you leave them both in the house together, alone together, in the backyard alone together, you're, everything may be okay. But what happens if they have a squabble? What happens if the new dog goes, ha, I can take over here? What happens if the new dog steals your dog's toys? Mm. What happens if your dog says, uh, it's time for you to go home now? Set them up to succeed. Kindred Spirits training rule number two. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them separate for a while. And for a while, I mean weeks, maybe even months, depending on the personality of the two dogs. So if the dogs can be safely crated without it being too long a period of time, maybe a neighbor can come over to let them out or you can come home at lunchtime. One in the crate inside, if your dog is used to being left out in the safe backyard, leave him in the backyard while the other dog's in the crate. But don't let them run free together for quite a while. Exactly. Yeah, you got your wonderful puppy dog that you know is safe in the backyard and then you bring in Houdini. And he digs under the fence and says, come on, kid, let me show you the town. And that, that's happened, too. Yeah. That's and, true. And that, that brings up another point. If you leave the new dog in the backyard, he has no idea where he is. He may just decide to go find home. And whereas your dog's happy to stay in the backyard, that new dog may go over the fence. We had someone call just recently. They had signed up for a class, and their new dog got out of the fence and got hit by a car and killed oh that's sad they hadn't even got a chance to start class yeah there may be things that go on in your neighborhood that your dogs are used to here in our area we're near a military base where they do uh, artillery Boom. practice your dog may be oh yeah yeah cap Pendleton's but bombing stuff again yeah new dog may go bah, what is that the world's coming to an end especially one of those mm -hmm. some of those big 500 pounders yeah. go down and go completely and reverberate through the or it could just be trash day sure with the big trucks coming down the street could be something that you don't know if the new dog is used to or not right right too many unknowns yet right so keep them separate until you get home keep them safe 
Now, there's one other thing that uh, we need to talk about, and we'll just allude to it briefly because we've already recorded a podcast on it, and that is the stages of adjustment. New dogs do tend to go through some pretty predictable stages. The The honeymoon period. First month, they tend to go, ooh, oh, okay, I'm not sure where I am, but gee, you seem like new people, and wow, you have good dog treats, and... They're, they're on a honeymoon. You're, you're, I always think of them as being a guest in the house. Sure, they're still a guest. They're still a guest, and they're on guest behavior. You know, and we, we watch it, because how many people start class and only have a dog a week? Sure. Or two? Mm-hmm. And, and our classes are seven weeks, and we watch the changes, <laughs> and the people starting to get frustrated. They're like, He was oh. so sweet when we brought him uh-huh. home. When and, we first saw him at the shelter, he was so nice. And then they tend to go... Did this training do this to him? (laughs) We're going, no. No. Second month, they tend to start to relax a little. It's like, okay. A little. Do I really need to stay off the sofa? Because maybe you're kidding. (laughs) Sure. Maybe you're kidding. Maybe I'll try it again. It's the guest. I'm continuing the analogy here. That comes downstairs now, still in PJs, instead of changing before he comes without downstairs without breakfast. taking a shower yeah, and yeah. still whiskers on the face. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, a little more relaxed. Scratch, scratch. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a better word than what I was thinking. And yeah. then the third month. Yeah, then they go ahead and change into the PJs and hang out and watch TV in the evening. Yeah. <laughs> and, hey, can you get me the beer? <laughs> <laughs> Who ate the last of the chips? I was saving those. What, have you moved in? Yeah, they have. So, take a look at, at one of our back podcasts. We just recorded it. Soon to be walk around in their underwear. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple months ago on the stages of adjustment for newly adopted dogs. And that'll talk a little more in detail about these stages because they are fairly predictable some dogs don't go through them on quite the same timetable but most do it most is it's very close oh yeah so that'll do it for us today i hope if you're thinking about getting a new dog whether it be a puppy or an adult dog this will or a senior or or a silver-haired treasure of a dog this will help you a little bit plan ahead choose wisely and then take your time don't try to rush things we don't want this new dog and you to get frustrated over the process he'll be your new best friend with your old dog but uh, it'll take a little bit of time so that's it for us i'm liz palaika thank you for listening i'm petra be patient (laughs) oh my and i'm kate with nothing brilliant to say but (laughs) bye-bye she quit thinking Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.